God that created the heavens and the earth and flung the stars into their sockets with his mighty finger traced courses for the rivers to flow in put the sand around the ocean. I think about it every time I come here. Put sand around the ocean. Turn the world upside down. Pointed his finger at it and said, I dare you to spill a drop. God! The God of heaven and earth. Jehovah Jesus Hakaboth, the Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty. And let's not forget who he is. He is that God that rides the wild wings of the morning and builds his nest among the snow-capped peaks of mighty mountains. He is God, and besides him, there is no He's not your buddy. He's not your friend. He's not your lover. Throw your hands up and shout a praise that's worthy. Very, very soon, I wanted to walk you through it. Very, very soon. Very, very soon. Why do you think a year and a half ago we were energy independent? Because he that controls the energy controls the world. Why is Europe right now why is NATO shaking? France doesn't know what to do. Britain doesn't know what to do. Germany doesn't know what to do. Because they're guzzling a great big pipeline of oil that we approved for them to have and shut our own down. You enjoying four dollars a gallon of gas? Wait, six is coming. Six is coming. Unless America and America's churches begin to fall on their face and recognize the reason that they exist. If I see one more preacher in short pants, suits, and no shirt on, and his wife stumbling around in some bikini. God help us. This is what's leading us. People get nervous when I say I've been married to the same woman. I've been in the same church. There's something to be said for sticking with it. When the papers damn your name, when you have lawsuits coming out your ears, when everybody's mocking you, when you have to have your children taken out of their beds at night by the Central Intelligence Agency because the Taliban is after them, then talk to me. When you've got to believe for a million dollars a week just to pay your airtime bill. Then talk to me. But until then, with all due respect, 
grab a spiritual rifle and stand to watch or go home. We all want spiritual warfare, but we don't know what we're fighting for. I'll tell you who we're fighting. We're fighting Gog, a principality and power that is calling the world to battle right now. All the dominoes lining up perfectly in place while a sleeping church doesn't understand that there is not one other Bible prophecy to be fulfilled until he rends the eastern sky and the crack of his long whip billows out like the crash of a thousand camels. He may come tonight. He may come before I lay this microphone down. And when he comes, he's looking for a glorious church without spot, without wrinkle, without blemish, forgiven and forgiving, loved and loving, healed and healing. I may never get an invitation for a return engagement. Be seated. I don't care what some backslidden, biblically ignorant preacher on the internet told you. Jesus is coming. And every eye shall behold him. If you've got a cellular device in here tonight, grab it and hold it up. Grab it and hold it up. Grab it and hold it up. And every eye shall behold him. No generation was that ever possible until right now. Live and in living color. The battle of Gog of Magog will transpire, listen, 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 immediately before the catching away of the church. Why do you think Russia is coming in league with China and China with Iran? Why do you think the whole world is energy dependent upon a rogue like Vladimir Putin? We're buying 30% of our oil from China, for, excuse me, from Russia. Right now, we are paying Putin right now. While our coal miners, while our oil supply, while our rigs are silent because America has enough energy reserve to power all of Europe right now. But instead, NATO is trembling in its boots, listening to the rumbling of the Russian bear, swooping down and taking what does not belong to it. You think it has respect for you? 
for a flag that they watch us stomp on, burn, blaspheme? America is the greatest nation on earth with the exception of Israel. Look, you don't even know to clap. You don't even know you're afraid. Well, it might not be politically correct to love America. To hell with your politics. I am not a Republican. I am not a Democrat. I am a Holy Ghost filled man of God. And I've come to tell you tonight, it's revival or wrath. Oh, you ain't shouting me down now. You ain't throwing $100 bills at me now. Be seated. If you're taking medicine, it's 933. They got a big sign up here telling me. I don't care. If we were wallowing around in some kind of emotional fit, no one would pay any attention to the time. But get down a little deeper. Let me tell you that with one false step, Russia, Putin, America, Biden, that's it. Oh, it'll never happen. I'll ask you again. Where's American Bible prophecy? There is an obscure passage that gives us hope in Ezekiel 36 through 38. It says, and all her colonies with her, which would mean those that came from I'm sure glad America's a melting pot. You're not supposed to say that anymore. It's politically incorrect. I'd like the world to stop telling the church what racial equality is. Look around. Look around. There are only two possible eternal destinations. But there are two. The living God and His Christ so value freedom that they give you the opportunity to choose. Can you imagine? I mean, really. When you talk about this thing called free moral agency, that I have a right to choose. One is a place called heaven. We don't need to talk much about that because that's the only place most modern Christians have ever heard of. And more preaching about heaven on earth than heaven in heaven because we're so soulish and we're so selfish 
and we're so self-interested and it's all about us think about your prayer life over the last 10 days what have you prayed the most for others or you we're backslidden and we don't know it we have a form of godliness and we deny the power because the power isn't so you can flop in the floor like a fish the power is that so you raise up an influence by the mighty power of a risen Christ and the fire of his spirit everything and every person around you with the glorious light of the gospel so you can't stop talking about him you want to tell the lady that puts in your extensions and did your nails and your barber and your paper boy and the person going through the drive-through you want to tell everybody you can't help it Here's how you can know if you're really baptized in the Holy Spirit. Number one, if you're really saved. Number two, if you're really baptized in the Holy Spirit. You can't stop telling people that don't know him about him. You can't stop. I know you want some other standard. I know you want to come and shake the preacher's hand and go through this class and that class and become an usher. I know all that. But I'm here to tell you. It's bankrupt if your soul doesn't burn for more of God, more of His Spirit, hungering and thirsting after righteousness so that you may affect those that don't know it. Be seated. Is everybody okay? Take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. Now shout that you're not in hell. Unless some other pastor brought you tonight, these are your pastors. I would drive a hundred miles to sit here on Sunday. You think I say that everywhere? Get the tapes. This church has got it. This man, this man, and this woman, and I'm not leaving out this family. Are touched by God for a geographic region transplanted from another nation to say, don't go that way, America. Be seated. I'm closing. Here, get a close-up. I'm closing. I couldn't hold my... I'm closing. You ready? I've been known to close for hours. (laughs) Hear me. Hear me, church. I'm not scolding you. God thought you worthy. Sometimes we shouldn't leave a meeting like this shouting. 
Sometimes we ought to leave with our head down. Ready. We're not talking about heaven. Where you leap like a heart over the everlasting hills of God's glory to suffer, sigh, cry, and die. No more. The Lamb of God will wipe all the tears out of your eyes. We may be there tomorrow. Because faster than the fleetest hoof ever struck a pavement or wheel turned on an axle, he's coming. I know exactly when he's coming. Why are you laughing at me? I know exactly, 100%, when he's coming. Wow, Pastor. No man knows the day or the hour. I didn't say I knew the day or the hour. But I said, I know when he's coming. Exactly when you think he's not. Like in the next 30 seconds. That war of Gog and Magog could take 30 seconds, 30 seconds, and everything's in place, and eternity's waiting, just over the next blink of your eyes, eternity, heaven, hell, so go ahead and gossip, go ahead and talk about your pastors. Go ahead and don't pray. Go ahead and fornicate. Go ahead and steal and lie. Just remember, over the next blink of your eyes, maybe eternity, All that other destination. A place where your nerves become nothing but hot highways for the scalding feet of pain to travel. A place where your veins become nothing more than strings for the devil to play hell's unalterable lament. A place where your Bible says men never die. A place that your Bible says God will give you a brand new body that is able to endure the pain and not die. Nobody preaches that anymore. Nobody preaches from hell has enlarged her borders and opens wide her mouth. If the devil could send anybody to hell, in Spring Hill, I can tell you who he'd be after. You. You're not concerned about the folks at the bar tonight or their families. But oh, you're in his sights. And tonight, I'm setting up a roadblock. And nobody 
is leaving this building not 100% ready for heaven. Nobody. Do you know that everybody is going to heaven? Somebody said, you say the strangest thing. Nobody. Everybody. Every single solitary person is going to heaven. But not everybody gets to stay. When the world is dying and the moon is bleeding and the seas are seething under the whiplash of fury to spill their dead in the lap of God, hell will give up its dead. The grave will give up its dead. All to stand before God. And to those who have rejected him, those who played the part but didn't know it, he will say, depart from me. I never knew you. You say, well, I know him. Maybe you just know about him. But do you know him? Does your heart beat with what makes his heart beat? To those on his right, enter in. My good and faithful servant. Oh, what a day that'll be. When my Jesus I shall see. When he takes me by the hand and leads me through the promised land. What a day. What a glorious day that will be. Mansions will glisten on the hillsides of glory. Happy reunion on streets paved with gold. Angel choirs singing, glad praises forever. But Jesus will outshine them all. For if the walls were not jasper, and if the streets were not gold, if all the mansions would crumble, and if folks still grew old, still I'd see everything I'm longing to see. For if Jesus and you are there, ah, that'll be heaven for me. Every head bowed, every eye closed, no one looking around. Father God, would you do by the power of your great spirit what it is impossible for men to do? Would you walk up and down every row? Would you touch every single heart? Would you speak so clearly? Would you silence every confusion? We bind every spirit, but your Holy Spirit, oh God, your kingdom come tonight. Your will be done tonight. I know that many would say, Father, this is a believer's meeting. But we may have skewed the word believer. Tonight, Lord, Give us everyone judgment day honesty. May 
we lay aside whatever any person around us, be they friend or foe, may think if we come honest and clean tonight, break the power of hell, and oh God, make yourself real through your blessed resurrected Christ and the power of your Holy Spirit tonight. Convict of sin and convince of righteousness. Because we know your son is coming. So very, very soon. I know a preacher. You can look at me now. I know a preacher. He shared a story with me about being on a train. A passenger train. Some of you folks don't know what that is, but it's the way folks used to travel. He said he found himself on a train and a young man seated beside him. He said he noticed that the young man was weeping. So he turned to him and said, Son, I'm a preacher. Is this something? I got behind a preacher not long ago in a line and the, the lady asked him what he did for a living and he said, are you ready for what he said? He said, I'm a motivational speaker. So I moved him out of the way and stepped in front of him and said, I'm a gospel preacher. Amen. That preacher said, I, I'd be glad to help you. The young man said, thank you. And he related the story. He said, I had beautiful Christian parents. Beautiful sister and brother. He said, but I got to be with the wrong crowd. Now they don't even have to leave home to be with the wrong crowd. They just have to turn their phone on in their bedroom at night. And he said, I... I adopted their ways and I became so rebellious that one day I drew back my fist and I struck my own mother. And my father said, that's it. You're going to have to leave home. We can't, we can't have that here. And he said, so I slammed the door and down the lane I went and I never looked back. He said, to make a long story short, I ended up in the penitentiary. I've served 10 years. He said, preacher, I wrote my mom and dad a letter and I, I said, if I'm welcome at home, after all I've done, this train track runs right past the backyard of our little home. And I told my mom and dad, I said, if I'm if, if I'm welcome home, just tie a ribbon around that oak tree in the backyard and I'll get off and I'll come home. But if not, I'll go on and I'll understand. He said, preacher, I accepted Jesus as my savior in that penitentiary and I so want to go home. And as the wheels of that train clack, 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 he said, we're almost there, preacher. We're almost there. 
And I can't bear to look. Would you look for me? So he took out his handkerchief. Wiped off the window. He said, son, you don't have a thing to worry about. He said, well, that old oak tree is in full bloom. There are white ribbons tied from the top of it to the bottom. And he said, that old gray-haired mom and daddy of yours, they're standing out in the backyard, and they got a big old white bed sheet. I can see what's written on it. Come on home. Come on home. Softly and tenderly, Jesus is calling, calling for you and for me. While on others, he is waiting. And watch. He's saying to you tonight, you may be a deacon, you may be an elder, you may ush with the best ushers, you may be a Sunday school teacher. My God, you may be even a preacher. I would to God that we'd have a revival among preachers that would fall in love with Jesus and fall in love with souls and fall in love with people and not applause. What about you? If a little capillary in your brain burst in the next three minutes and your life was required of you, would you open your eyes in heaven? But what if Jesus should come before we wake in the morning? Are you ready? Or is there something you'd like to get right with him? Now every head bowed and eye closed, I'm counting to three. 30 seconds between you and eternity. 30 seconds. God said, I set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Choose who you'll serve. Are you really serving him with your whole heart, mind, soul, and strength? Or do we need to pray? Let's pray together, you and me, tonight. Your pastor spoke about this night, starting something that the devil can't put out. This is it. This is it. God shook the world with 120. My great God, we've got many times that here tonight. We just three. I'm going to get everything right tonight. Don't think about anybody else. Don't reason in your mind. Reasoning is what you do when you don't have any faith. This is it right now. Be honest. Let's get it right. On three, raise that hand. Hands are already moving. One, two, three. Raise that hand and leave it high. I mean defy every devil. When I say three, stand to your feet. One, two, three. Up, up, up. Now everybody look around and welcome these people to the ranks, to the ranks of the army of God, the remnant of Jesus Christ, ready to storm hell's brazen gates. Woo! Somebody shout. My great God. 
I dare you to start something hell can't stop. Hey, thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I want to invite you to tell someone in your life about the podcast. Hope you'll do it today. Head on over to iTunes and leave a review. Share it on your social networks for me. Really helps me get the word out. I'd love for you to connect with me on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. No easier way for me to minister to you every day and throughout the day and for us to join together in faith as God moves in and through your life. You can find links to all my pages at rodparsley.com. God bless you now, and I hope you'll listen again soon.